Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. Valentine's Day is a very dangerous day because you can either do one good thing that no one knows you're doing or several horrible things and then just buy a gift and go, surprise. Okay, so wait, what was the first part of that statement? That Valentine's Day is a very dangerous day. And the next part? I forgot. Oh, man, because I wanted to to actually ask you, like, okay, well, what does that mean? I just say words. Oh, man. No, no, it's, it, Valentine's Day is a very dangerous day. That's, that's all I remember. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're actually going to rewind I am, it. hold on. I'm just going to listen. Ready and pause. Okay, so Kevin said you can do one good thing that nobody knows about or several horrible things, but if, then if you buy a gift... And be like, surprise, and everything's forgiven. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of what we've done? Like, Is that what Valentine's Day is about? The forgive? It's the forgiving holiday. For God, yeah. Like, you're pretty much, what'd you do, what'd you do last time? Uh, I did something horrible. Like what? Well, you know, my wife was dreaming, and I did something bad in the dream. So what did you do? Well, many horrible dreams have happened over the years. But oh, oh what are you going to do? Buy her a gift. No, listen, listen. Or, or... The guy has been so bad in the relationship since the beginning of the year. He's got to make up for it and get some forgiveness. And you're like, oh, my God, beginning of the year. That's only like a month and a half. Yeah, that's, that's how, how fast they <laughs> – that's how fast. No, why? Because you had Christmas that's and you right. had Thanksgiving. And you had, well, you had Thanksgiving, like- Christmas, New Year's. A month and a half later, you have uh, – Valentine's Day, and by that point, you've already fucked it up. You know what it is? You need I don't. I don't know what the Valentine's Day was really made for, but it clearly was to sell candy and cards. I know. I understand that part. I'm just going with it was probably an extra thing. Like, did you screw up on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I didn't even show up. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did you, get did you fuck good, up Christmas? Did you mess up Christmas? Well, yep. not only did I mess up Christmas, but I think I fell asleep on Christmas. <laughs> okay. What about the New Year's? I we I, were not I together. Out, I was out drunk. Right? And I don't yep. remember anything. Okay. So you messed up all the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna attack one more month later. Gives them time to breathe and, and make up for. And <laughs> it's a simple holiday because it's literally candies, flowers, uh-huh. cards, and or din- and dinner. Yeah, like that's literally all it is. Like it's normal stuff. You can go to the grocery store, men. If you're listening, <laughs> you men, can go. Men. I know this is late, but for next year, if it is <laughs> like Valentine's Day, you can go to the grocery store and get every like a stop and shop or a Target and get everything you need. Dinner, if you want to make dinner or get a gift card and go to dinner, get flowers, chocolate, yeah, and a they card. Said, they bang, 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 bang. They set bam. up now every every store now is just set up for like, uh, did you get anything for Valentine's Day? No, just grab this and go. Okay, just grab it and go. Yeah, they do make they do kind of shove the flowers and like balloons. Balloons never really made sense to me because you know they're gonna deflate. And also what adult is like, you know what I really want for Valentine's Day? A Mylar balloon. No woman has ever said that. Don't get balloons, guys. That wasn't on the list. Get flowers, candy cards. Balloon, anyway. Balloons only made sense if you were like working I, in an office. Yes. Because you're like, look, yes, and then it somebody loves me. But also then it won't die like a plant would. So it won't like, if once it quote dies, you can just, it doesn't smell or anything. Though when the balloon is dying, why do we sit there and like stare at it for like three more days? No, you have to it's just like, mercifully. It's like, it's like slowly decreasing. Let it go. Like it's already falling down. That's, I swear to God, is why they have balloons on sticks now. It's just like, well, um, maybe it's dying. Well, the, the stick will be there. It's holding it up. It will prop it. It will prop up the corpse. <laughs> How long will that help? I'm not a day or two, maybe. 
<laughs> Everyone look at the balloon corpse. It's almost gone. Okay. So. Like head on a pike. Before we go into uh, Buffy the Vampire Ashwaya, because that's what we're going to talk about, we're going to do a game. Oh, yeah. Cool. And we are going to do question of the day. Question we, of the day. Cha-cha-cha. I think I have a theme oh, you music already, you for that, for so everything. I'll like. Yeah, I'll... Your theme song is like Kevin has walked away. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Actually, that wasn't bad. But no, I'll. Uh, yeah, I think I have a little theme song for that. It's the forced discussions. Question of the day. Question of the day. Generate a random question, and we each answer it. So I have, like, a couple of generators. Oh, this is going to be great for okay. one of us. So the first question that generated. So this website, I don't even know where it's from. Oh, it's from Washington.edu. So it must be Washington University. But anyway, it has this little floating ducky, like, on an ocean. And then, like, it just says, click for a question. So I clicked it, and it says... Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or a broken elevator? Oh, I picked the elevator like 100%. I feel like I want to say the same thing, but I want to hear your reasons why. <laughs> you want to no, hear? I, no, all just right, to see. Right. Like, One, well, scared no, not, of heights. Not to One. Okay, not, Two, if I have to get off an elevator, it's like, let's just move the elevator and climb up to the next floor. Get off a ski lift, it's like, all right, let's get a ladder. Let's get it all the way there. Now you climb down it. No, you're going to cradle me all the way down. <laughs> I'm going to be crying the whole time. I need to be carried like a child, and like an infant. And now. it better be a burly fireman that's getting me out of there. Yeah, and he better but be hot. Okay. I don't care if he's hot. He better just be strong and sturdy, and he can climb down. Get get one of those one of those things they use to like put up telephone <laughs> wires. Like that crazy thing. It's, it's called well in Whatever theater. It it's in theater. It's called a genie. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Places, get the genie. The crane. A crane. A crane that you better roll that thing up and, and it put you in a still basket. Carry me down. Get a hold you. In someone's arms. Carry you like when a child falls asleep, like on their in their parents. Okay, their parents. I'm just gonna put this disclaimer. I am brave on many things. You Not include heights. heights. I it, done. I will let the child fall. <laughs> like Ooh. it's like save the child. I'm like, um, I'm gonna the kid. You're dead. You're dead. Just kick him. I'll kick him. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So I can see how both. If you have afraid of heights, then obviously ski lift would be the worst. But if you're claustrophobic, then the elevator would be the worst. I think they're both terrible because you're trapped in both ways. Like, if you are at a certain point where your elevator is stuck, you can't manually move it. Like, you can't just open the doors and, like, move it. And then again, when you're in a ski lift, you're fucking stranded in the sky. So also, they I'm, both suck. If I'm going to be scared, I want to be able to move a little bit. I would rather be in the ski lift because I would rather be outside. Okay, you remember, you're mostly in a ski lift because it's freezing cold because you're in the mountains. You don't like cold at all. I know, but the claustrophobia, thinking about that and like not knowing when you are going to ever get out, at least the ski lift, like there are people aware you're not stuck alone. There's a whole ski lift full of people stuck with you. But you're going to be looking in an back elevator. and at them? No, but what I'm saying is people realize it's an emergency right away. If you're trapped in an elevator, especially by yourself, and you say the call button doesn't work, say you have no cell reception because that happens a lot, I feel like you are going to be more stranded in an elevator than 
on a ski lift. That's more terrifying to me. There. And I know this sounds fucking stupid, and I know from a certain height you absolutely could not do this, and you would break your goddamn legs. But depending on where you are on the ski lift, you might be able to, like, jump and ski out of it. But some people are too high, and no, I know you can't do that. more than 10 feet, you put their skis down, you're going to snap right out okay. of those skis. I'm just saying you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. This is just an opinion. We're just going back and forth. You're not wrong. I'm not uh, wrong. I'm just saying, at one jerk. <laughs> one, uh, forget claustrophobia. If I'm gonna go, cool. But at least I'll be warm. I'll okay. Be, I'll be Can warm I ask dead. you another question? I don't I wanna... know if this is interesting or not, but it says, if you could have any person become a member of your family, who would you choose? Uh, maybe the, I don't know. Maybe one of the guys. Serve me ice cream at Cold Stones. Why? I mean, so you can get free ice cream. That's as that's as far as you're thinking. Like, do I have to think like a famous person? Or no, but like I think a, that's what they mean. Like, oh, if it's a famous, oh, well, famous person. Um, the guy Mario Lanza. You already no, have the, the name. Guy, uh, and I'm gonna kill myself because I don't know the person's name. Uh, the guy who played Jar Jar, and I don't know why. Oh, I'm um, at best. Yes. Why? Because that would just be the greatest thing. Because he's severely underrated and got fucking attacked by the internet. No, I would just go with the sheer fact of like, you don't know who this is? You don't know who this is? And just like really dev, like, we're getting out of here. We're, you don't even know who you are. We're going. You're like, what, what, what was that for? I'm like, it's for me. <laughs> he's a tremendous actor. And <clears throat> what happened with Jar Jar's character is not... No, his it's fault. not his fault, but I just love to do that because even if the person later realized who it was, they know their response can be, oh, that was only Jar Jar Binks? Oh, oh, well, he made me so worry so much. What incredibly strong opinion do you have that is completely unimportant in the grand scheme of things? I'm, I'm thinking like a TV or a film opinion or something, something that's inconsequential to like your life. Skibibbles. That's not an answer. Well, it is. I actually found a good definition for it. You know how in like a TV show, like there's something very chaotic happens, then at the end, it's okay? Yeah. I want that now to be skibibbles. Okay, but that's not an opinion. They're, what they're saying is, oh, I think do you have a, a strong word. opinion? No. Oh, I think it's God, a word. You don't fucking listen to me for a goddamn second. <laughs> sorry. Do you have a strong opinion about something like, you like the last Jedi for some reason, and but oh. it's inconsequential to, in the grand I, scheme of things. Well, Star Wars related, I do. Okay, I believe I like and dislike half of a Star Wars movie, almost every time. Say that time. again. You like and dislike half. half. Like everyone. Like, I, I agree with that. Yeah, on some like, level. like maybe not I can, half. But. I can watch a whole Star Wars movie, but I could also edit that down to about half of it. And be totally fine. And I wouldn't be like, oh my God, you're ruining the... No, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I get why you took that out. Yeah, I don't need to see that. Some of them are longer than they need to be. Well, For just, sure. Just, just in the general. The fucking podcast, podcast. Podcast. Jesus. Pod race alone. Yeah. Like that stuff like that. Exactly. Like I, I, I really feel... Even the last... Even though I'll even take the last Jedi... Well, I know the whole thing could have been scrapped. but I but you could cut that down yes. to like half of it and I'd be like, all right, that was okay to watch. Not great, but okay to watch. True. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm a little mad. I'll still have the same opinion, mm. but I'd be like, all right, I didn't waste that much of my time. I still remember watching that that movie in the theaters and the look on your face was just 
priceless because it was like I just it was like watching a small child not understand an R-rated movie. Like that's just like what's going on? I'm like so, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> I didn't understand the feeling immediately after until the the next day, and part of it was angry, but I was honestly I was heartbroken. Yeah, and I'd never been heartbroken about a film, especially about something I loved so much like Star Wars. Like, I was really disappointed. Like, I I guess I could say you could almost compare it to the people who saw The Phantom Menace after being, like, original fans from, like, yeah. the 70s and 80s. But even then, there was a story there, and, and you knew what was going on and where it was going, et cetera. And this, The Last Jedi, was just, like... Yeah, I had nowhere. It was going nowhere. There was a thing from Dave Filoni. He was he when he was doing the Clone Wars series, um, that George Lucas like asked like you have to make this episode. This episode has to happen, and it was about like the banking, like how they afford, like like how they funded. I remember you telling me, and it was that they were on stage and they were like, "So why did he he need that?" Because Lucas always keeps telling me that this is for kids, and I couldn't help myself to say, "Oh yeah, kids are totally gonna want to understand loans and interest rates on a from a banking clan race." Yeah, we need that for the kids. Kids have written several letters (laughs) to Lucas. That's what they complained about. We don't understand how you funded the wars. How did you fund them? Well, we took out a loan. Again. <laughs> so anyway, so we just want to do a little game before we jump into Buffy, and we are going to be talking about two episodes today because and both of them were hoped opinion of you don't you don't need to know this episode. Was it true? Um, the second one, yes. The first one, I kind of liked. Me, me too. I did, but like it the was first one. I told un- you I liked it was the first an unnecessary episode. Yeah, it was a filler. Yeah. Both but it wasn't cool. a bad filler. So no, it wasn't. The first episode, episode four of season two, is called Inca Mummy Girl. And the little blurb summary says, an Incan princess mummy is reanimated in Sunnydale where she sucks the life force from others in order to stay alive. That pretty much sums... I mean, these summaries are fantastic. Well, I mean, and they're they very summaries. short. And they're, they're just right to the point. So, um... Yeah, what, do you have any comments? You said you liked this one better. I did like this one better, but I will say the other one, I had a, I had a lot more fun issues. with. Well, yeah. oh, I had a lot more fun making fun of it. In this one, I just had plain issues. Like, as, as characters, each character did at least one thing that made me angry, and yeah. but it was something that they always do. Okay. Every time. So, the... One thing that I wrote was uh, Sunnydale has a museum that has mummies, apparently, like a oh, major... Oh, yeah, just like outside the, the realm, just like, yeah, like, just go down the street. It was a school trip, clearly. Yes, yeah, it was, yeah. It was they, school, they, they remember they talk trip, about the bus later. And they literally, like, are go, they're talking about this, that whatever... Foreign exchange yeah. student oh, program. Oh, yeah, they have a foreign exchange student program. And Claudelia's like, I got a Cord- guy. You always get her what? name wrong. What is her name? Cordelia. So the pain in the butt one. Yes. <laughs> she has, they have a foreign exchange to it, and she's so happy that he's going to, like, it's a boy, and I can't wait for him to be there, which would never freaking happen. Yeah, Buffy's getting a boy, too. Yeah, I that don't understand. I've never seen a foreign exchange student program ever be like, oh, and by the way, why are they getting him? Like, as They a signed can- up, but, like, I guess Willow and Xander didn't, but they did. But why? 
I don't Why know. Why would Buffy sign up for this? You would have There's to ask the writer. no way you would have to ask the writer. secret vampire slayer would go, you know what I have to do? I have to spread some joy. The Let only me- thing I can think is it was forced upon them. Like it was part of like one of their classes or something. But for whatever reason, Willow doesn't have to do it. I don't know or why. Xander. Or Xander. Or any other friend around other than Cord- so, Sir Cordelia. <laughs> so they both are getting male students. Um, they are at this museum, and there's, of course, the mummy, the crypt, wide open. Wide open. No yeah. security. Not I, even glass. Well, I wrote, I was like, oh, just a rope so there barrier? Is, no, is there, there's not even so a rope. So there's no rope barrier, and the, the coffin just open, which is fine if that's how you're going to display it, but there should be some glass, glass nope. some protective nothing. ceiling. Mate, don't make it so you even can Even like a fence? Like nothing. A, nothing. Nothing. Just look right in, guys. You may want to poke it. Poke with a stick. You could, actually. Apparently, just go ahead. So she has a seal, uh, this mummy. She's holding a plate. It's a plate with, like, hieroglyphics and shit on it. Because if you want to curse a mummy and seal it in a (laughs) tomb without any protection or glass or a a All they need is a plate. All you need is, like, a dinner plate and write ancient Egyptian They went to paint me mime, whatever. Paint me. And it wasn't even a regular. It was a mummy from South Africa. uh, No, um, Um, South America. America. South America. So an Incan uh, mummy. So the tour guide explained that like the seal is cursed. And if you like remove it, it will like basically wake up the mummy. So one of the kids that's on the trip is you can tell he's like a shit. And like Willow talks to him for a second. Yeah. That's how you could tell he was going to die. Oh yeah. Every person that Willow talks to as like a normal convert, like I've known this person for years or could even be hitting on her. Dead. Yeah. Every time Willow. Did you hit like, on Willow? You're going to die. <laughs> well, he's just like, she walks up to him and is like, Are Look you out, ready Oz. for this science uh, project we have? And he's like, Yeah, I learned all 14 elements. I'm like, Oh, you're going to die so fast. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's, there's more than 14 elements. It's 100 and like whatever. whatever. Yeah. And she just, and he's like, Oh, that was his line. That was, they wrote that in. They had to have written. Oh, as a line for this guy, I'm like, you are not going to live. Or they just told him to like react. Oh my God. So he goes after, after the museum closes, he stays, I guess, because later in the episode they say that he wasn't on the bus and no one fucking noticed. Well, he breaks the seal, the mummy comes alive, sucks the life out of him, and sticks his body in the tomb. Yeah. And now he's a mummy and he's dead. And he had braces for some reason. I don't, yes. I didn't notice it. He did. Yep. In well, the I, and they obviously did that on purpose because they want you to notice physical trait, yeah. that the, the which was fine. Uh, but it, but what aggravates me is that they this is the next day, mind you, the next oh, day. Oh, so yeah, so, so they had mummy shit happened. Life, he's dead, and the then next day it goes to the intro, and then next day next at day, school it has to be in the middle of the day. No, too. it's not. It's in the morning. Oh, it is in the morning. It's in the morning before school. And Buffy and Giles are training, and I put out in the open in the library. Yeah, and even though it's before training. school, it's still like right before school. Like the bell is gonna ring soon. The, anyone could walk into they the don't library. Lock the door. They don't lock it. They don't lock the door. Yeah. To this, like, granted, it's a library, but it's their secret Scooby Doo layer. Apparently, with nobody a can see. It. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he utilizes that cage at some point in these episodes. You know what? I was watching in this episode, and he had boxes in there. He just had boxes. He probably has um, equipment. Storage stuff. And miscellaneous. One little tiny wall of weapons. Boxes of taxes, probably. Who knows? Xander is jealous that 
Buffy is getting this guy that's going to stay with her. And he he doesn't like that. Uh, and he's talking to Buffy about Willow and about, like, she's my best friend and, like, not liking her that way. Again, out in the open, in the middle of the library, when we know Willow comes here a lot. And, of course, she walks in and she hears him. Yeah. And it breaks her heart because she likes him. I didn't, and th- I didn't care about that part. I was like, that's going to happen because... Um, well, so Xander doesn't want things to get datey with, with Willow, so he suggests that the three of them are going to a dance. Spoiler alert, there's a dance. Another dance at the bronze. And I wrote down later, oh, is the dance sponsored, hosted by the school, or is this a bronze hosted dance? I don't think, dance? I don't, I don't, or I don't is this the kids saying, oh, we, for whatever reason, we want to have a dance and going to the bronze and then being like, yeah, sure, whatever. Is that how you do a theme party at a, at a club? You just like, everyone's I going think, to dress that way, but you don't tell the club? No, the club <laughs> usually hosts it. Usually the bar or club is like, hey. Sure, it's not a fumigation party. No, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is usually it's like, hey, it's Halloween night, everyone dress up. Or, hey, it's Valentine's, everybody come in, uh, famous couples or whatever. Like, it just seems like we don't know who is putting on these Who is this event coordinator parties. going on? Anyway. Oh, God. Um, Again, this so, is... This is this was the episode. This is when they discover that the kid was left behind because uh, Rodney wasn't in school today. Willow, they did make a point. Willow was supposed to meet up with him, and she, he didn't. So she's like, uh, he's missing, and his parents said he didn't come home last night. And then Buffy goes, oh, yeah, I noticed he wasn't on the bus. And you said nothing. Exactly. No one. Isn't she, supposed, by the, by isn't the way, she supposed to save people? Let's take a second, though. Did we see an adult that, on was, this a trip? that was a part of the school? Nope. No. no, on the trip? No. no. Just a tour guide who worked in the museum. Was Giles on the trip? I don't even remember. No. I, I only saw, there's no staff. There's no adult supervision. And even on a field trip. You're not a field trip. I can't. But okay. so, so they go with like, oh, we have to go back to the. They go back to the museum to investigate because they're like, oh my God, where's Rodney? And then there's Rodney as a mummy. Right. With braces there. And this. Guard comes out with like a curved like you know what he looked, Yeah, he looked like the the guard from Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. Except yes. without the hat. Not. I forget. What, I have just to like clothing wise, and just he was just really bronze, you know, shoulders. He was big guy, yeah. and he comes out slashing at him, and so of course they they run away, and uh, then they close in on the tomb, and we see that Rodney is in the tomb. Uh, the kid is in the tomb. Uh, so Buffy has to go get this kid that's supposed to be staying with her. So we go to the bus station and the mummy has made it to the bus station because she over, like she overheard them Mm -hmm. talking about it in front of her tomb. Yes. Because that's why. That's That's my reasoning. Because how else would she know? There's no, there's no reason. So she goes to the bus depot and, of course, Empata, this kid's name is Empata, the real boy that Buffy's going to get. And she's late, so he's the only one left. And the mummy starts, like, siren calling him. He's like, Empata. How do you know? Oh, Empata. yeah. Empata. Yeah. And then sucks his life and steals his clothes, sticks his body in one of the trunks that he brought with him from wherever he came from. And just steals his clothes, by the way. Steals the clothes that he had on. Perfectly Look- fit pants. Okay. He was wearing khaki pants, they are boys' pants, and a white button-down shirt. So, of course, it was the 90s, and she tied it at her waist because and made it crop. Because that's what you do that's from what you Egypt. Did. 
in the she, 90s. She wasn't from the 90s. She was being styled by <laughs> costumers in the 90s. She was being styled. I'm going to suck the lifeblood out of you. Um, can we get costumes? Costumes are here. Um, can I get a belt? I so, need. I need some stuff. I need to fit she, it. Fit this. She appears out of the 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 shadows. Buffy and them get there late, and um, she's like, "Oh, I am in Pata." And my first thought was, "She speaks English." Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she's she 5, sucked all the life out of people, and she got their uh, uh, language apparently as well. And they made a point earlier, and I know later that she's like five thousand years old. So how she knows English, beyond me. So um, anyway, the bodyguard we see is like spying on Empata. Like he's kind of like, like we, I think we see him at the bus depot or like outside Buffy's house or whatever. Like he's, he's following her around, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's following her. So they bring her back to Buffy's house because well, they think she's, she's the, the Empata. Same, yeah. And, and they're like, oh, we thought They you also, were for some boy. reason, like the next day, the next day in there, because they, the jumps in this show are amazing. Oh my God. This had to be at least a week's worth of, of talking. Um, pro- going well, back I mean, and at forth. least, a f- at least like four or five days because. It's like a week of school. They do say that their exchange students are there for two weeks. It obviously isn't two weeks that we, this episode takes place, no. but it is several days. But no. But okay, so but but the the Scooby Gang gets together before the, she has to bring and pot around. No, sorry, Xander goes off because he's infatuated with her. So he goes off and like shows her around the school for some reason, yeah. and they and everyone else stays back to investigate the plate, and they go and then they go like, oh, we can ask and pot. Yeah, we well, can let's ask her. her. Because yep. she's from that area, and then she gets the plate, and she's and like, "She lies." Oh, she lies so hard. She's like, "Um, this is bad. You no, should so, get rid of it. Yeah, this she, is expensive. She says, you should hide it." She said that the bodyguard is. This is why. This is what I thought because the bodyguard is supposed to protect um, from awakening the mummy. But I guess it was. Wait, is that what she said? She said she just told them to. They said, "Hey, what's this word?" And, and she, she just said, went, bodyguard. "Bodyguard." She's like, "What would you call this, bodyguard?" Uh, is that what it is? But she kind of said it like, I might as well say it's a word. There he is, bodyguard. No, no, no. She, she, that's what he is, though. But I forget what like the word. deal he, with the seal is. But anyway. Oh, no. The seal is that you're supposed to, that whatever their sacrifice crap keeps her as a mummy. Get, you know, she's the chosen one. Blah, blah, blah. And the bodyguard is supposed to protect her, protect other people from her. That's his deal. Yeah, it's supposed to protect the from awakening the mummy. Yeah. And he okay. did a horrible job, by the way. Yeah, that's what I kept saying when he showed up. I'm like, where were you last night when the kid Rodney was trying to get the seal? Yeah. Anyway, one thing that I did write down was we see Oz. We don't know his name is Oz yet, I think. But we see oh, Oz yeah. for the first time, Seth Green. And he is the cool, calm, collective musician. He is? Yeah, he's wicked like whatever, man. Like he's very. Uh, I just thought he was a skateboard dude. No, he's a he's a musician. He was in the band. No, it was the first time we later at the at the at the dance at the bronze. His band Dingo's Ate My Baby are playing. That no. was the first time they play, or I think it's the first time we see them play. But I know it's the first time we see Oz. Um, so Xander was talking to Willow about his outfit for the dance because he wants to impress Impata, and she and he, she's talking about her costume, and then he goes, "Yeah, yeah. What about me?" Yeah. Like literally says. What about me? Because that's what he is. Sander so, is a horrible person. We know this is like the show Friends in a way. Everyone's a horrible person in their own way. Well, yeah. Uh, so Xander is flirting with Empata 
uh, via Twinkies. Um, and there was there was a there was a few moments that could have gone very uh, uh, rated R oh, with yeah. the Twinkie. Thankfully, but they they, they, made they changed the, the angle of the camera. camera. <laughs> it's like this is how you eat a Twinkie. I'm like, and he just shoves it in good. his mouth in one go. And then they're like, okay, Impata, your turn, your turn. <laughs> and, like, and then you, she starts to do, and they're like, change the camera, change the camera, because <laughs> oh man, like, could have gone pornographic. That's not. We're not ready for this. Oh, actually, speaking of Twinkies. If you give me, I have. It's really, really oh quick trivia. God, it's so. Wait, hold on one second. Thing to people. Ready? People are are shooting off. Hope's totally unnecessary. Trivia. Okay, it's really fast. It's only one sentence. Both Nicholas Brendan and Ara Selly, the girl who plays Impata, had to eat up to ten Twinkies each. For each take of the scene in which they are eating lunch. Could you eat 10 Twinkies? Right now? Yeah. No. (laughs) Over and over again. And also, I noticed those Twinkies were bigger in the 90s. I don't even know if... I know Twinkies came and went, and then they came back, I think. Um, still around. No, no, but they, they went... They, like... They went out of business. They stopped making Twinkies for several yeah, years. Else now just makes okay, it. so they do make them again. They are much smaller now. Yeah. That, they, those ones in the 90s were like almost like a Twinkie and a half. Okay. Let's just say every snack in the in the 90s was made to make you die. Oh, and another little <laughs> trivia I was right about the first appearance of Seth Green and later Jonathan. If anyone watches Buffy, Jonathan is the first appearance of Jonathan. Um, and he becomes like a recurring, not main cast, but recurring character. So anyway, um, off the Twinkies. So uh, Giles, Buffy, and Willow are researching while Xander is like trying to sleep with Impata. And Buffy finds the information this time, not Willow. Yeah, For I know. once. Because Willow's sitting there like. She's daydreaming. I don't understand why Xander doesn't like me. Because <laughs> um, you're in a library trying to figure out why Xander doesn't like you. <laughs> Probably that's your reasoning. <laughs> Because you're not with him or expressing any interest in any way <laughs> towards so, him. You'd rather be in the library saying. I mean, she's a book nerd. But they find out that the mummy is the killer. Yeah, pretty Oops. much. And then we get to the part. Okay, so the, Oh, so the bodyguard attacks them at the school. Bodyguard attacks them at the and school. what happens to the bodyguard? Oh, the, the freaking mummy decides to eat them. <laughs> She sucks his life. Now, I, for some reason, didn't think he was a real person, but it kind of makes sense. It's like generationally a How, new bodyguard. Where did he come from? He just, just lives, follows there. her. I don't know. I don't know. The, uh, the only reason the that this makes sense is you, you stupid hell mouth. You and this stupid hell mouth. It's my only reason. It's my only Oh, my God. I just realized this. It's. The museum is the gala, a gallery. No, 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 no. Yes. They're separate. They're separate. They're yes, separate. that's what no, it is. She has that's her own why business. she works so late. No. <laughs> so the bodyguard dies, and he, it, she leaves the body in the bathroom. So Xander and Impata, Impata gets ready for her to dance um, at Buffy's, and then she goes with Xander. Yeah. Um, and the bodyguard, of course is found in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Well, before that, Buffy has, like, a weird back and forth, like, with her in the in her room. Like, she's like, I love this place. I like Xander. I love this. This place is great. Do you need anything out of this chest? Nope, nope. Don't go in there. Don't no. Because there. there is the actual a- Impata. Dead. Mummified. How does she not smell that through the case? It had to have smelled. 
my only thing is because they magic. mummified so fast. I don't know. It was magic. Well, hey, she mummified people by giving them like tongue. All right, I just don't understand where the magic's coming from on that part. She's mystical. I don't know. She's not even. She's undead. Like, oh, she's not I will, alive. I will say this was my my what the hell moment of the entire episode. What? So Xander is taking Empada Empada to the dance. Yeah, they're like, oh, that looks great. And Joy shows up this. out of nowhere and just goes, oh, two days. And she's already fitting in. Isn't that so nice? And I so immediately nice. went, where the <laughs> hell have you been? The reason it was so crazy is because he's talking to Buffy and you see Buffy in the frame. And Joyce literally pops out. Like, it's like, pop. and Buffy has no reaction to it. It's almost as oh. if Joy wasn't there. And that was Buffy's interpretation of what her mom would say right then. And then she just <laughs> it wasn't disappeared a the guy. Again. It wasn't a scrubs. Fantasy. Oh my god! She was actually I literally, there. you went off. You had to go to the bed or something, and I'm watching this scene. And I go, "What the hell, Joy?" No, I was there. Oh god, it's I'm Joyce. So, I don't now. I it's don't Joy. Care. I don't care anymore. You're not even. You didn't even pick up the kid, and then you didn't even care to say anything to the kid. Where have you? You've not built any relationship with Empata. So they get to the dance and it looks like a sort of costume party, but again, it's not explained. Like, are they famous lovers or couples? Like, they're, it's really weird. It's, it's almost like Halloween, but Halloween is in two episodes. Like, they specifically have no, a Halloween they episode. They said something about the lines of, like, dress up as a... It's like famous... Uh, 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 no, no, not famous people, famous areas, like different countries. I think it was countries. Oh, because it was foreign exchange. Yeah. Okay, Which that makes more sense. makes a little creepy because right when you walk in, there's a guy dressed up as full Jewish boy. And I just oh, kind of like, you wow. It's like if it's about bit. If it's about foreign, yeah. then it's bad. It's horrible. There's it a couple of things in there. The first, we're going to go with famous couples. <laughs> we're going to change it. Cordelia was Malibu Barbie um, sure. looking for her Ken because she's literally wearing a bikini. Oh, I will say we, did, from we did forget that uh, Cordelia... Is it right? Yeah. She had a foreign exchange student. Sven. Sven. From Sweden. Did not say anything the whole time. But then after one of her, Cordelia's friends grabs him for like and five minutes. And it's nice to him. And it's nice to him. He's speaking English the whole time. He's like, I don't understand. She's treating me like a dog or something. I'm just not going to respond to that. Yeah. I'm like, he was spoke English this whole time. He just was, couldn't. She also, like, she was talking to him like, hey, go ghetto. And I'm like. Get the puncho, and I'm like, he's from Sweden, and he likely speaks English. And like, what are you doing? So it was just offensive on all fronts. Yeah. Um, so Giles stops by, stops by Buffy's, as most librarians do, um, to tell her we found the dead bodyguard. Um, and they go through Empata's stuff. Yeah. And this is when they find boys' clothes and the boys' body. Yeah. It was uh, just another thing of invasion of privacy from Buffy. Yep. That yes. could have been earlier but, done. But, yeah, but the kid was dead. Yeah, but also, if you have someone who's coming over to your house, regardless of foreign exchange student, anyone else, she like offered to like, let me put away your stuff. Yeah, that was weird. No. That was weird. Get away. I don't know why. I would be like, that's no. My stuff. It's so weird. I don't know why that's a thing in this fucking show. The parents putting her shit away. Now she wants to put this girl's stuff away. It's weird. Parents thinking that they're doing parenting. <sighs> no kidding. So Oz at the dance notices Willow in her Eskimo 
costume. Yeah, that's on you, Willow. I'm sorry. And but he thinks she's why cute doesn't or whatever. anyone notice me? I'm in a full Eskimo outfit. So Ampata and Xander are dancing, and they almost kiss, and then her hand starts to mummify. She runs off. This is when we see Jonathan for the first time, and she's basically just going to kill this other kid so she can get some life force before she becomes a mummy again. Yeah. But Xander actually, like, pops in and is like, Ampata, and she's like, fuck, and she can't, she can't kill him, and Jonathan runs away, and then she makes out with him. So they, they're about to kiss, and she's like, I don't deserve you, Xander. And I go, no shit, you murderous tramp. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because <laughs> you called her murderous she's like, tramp. I don't deserve you. I'm like, no, you don't, because he, you're fucking killing people left and right. So then, yeah, they do start to make out, and he, she starts to suck the life out of him, but she stops herself. Yeah, because she likes Xander. She loved, he's told her he loved her. He's known her for 24 hours. I think less than that. Less than that. Yeah, I think it was like oh maybe 18 because it was like they met her at night. So, and then so, next day it felt like there was the dance. So, yeah. Oh, no, it was like two or, two or three days. Mm, but still, so still, it was like, it's only like 36 hours. Barely 24 enough hours. for a sitcom. Yeah. Giles is at the museum gluing the seal back together because they figured out that the way to trap her is to glue the seal back together. Like, that's what got her out was by breaking the seal. So, Empada, um, Hat leaves the like bronze, um, and she goes to the museum. Oh, because she sensed the the seal. That's right. How? Yeah, yeah that makes no sense. Make there's oh, nothing yeah. on this. She feels sense. it. She feels the seal. All of a sudden, she just looks up and goes the, the seal. seal and runs off. So Willow and Buffy help Xander get up off you know off his feet on his feet, and they all have to go to the museum because they're like Giles, like. She's going to go... Okay, this this is the thing that pissed me off. Giles and Buffy get thrown in the coffin. Stupid. After fighting for like barely... Two seconds. Two seconds. And she's the only one that goes, oh, there's a door, there's a seal, there's a, um, there's a hatch on this uh, coffin? Let me close it. Yeah, she closes Everyone the else, cover. This, that means this whole damn time there was actually like some type of like, hey... There's a seal to this thing. Maybe let's use Maybe it. Maybe let's use it. Nope. No, she's so on the one. She try she had smashed the plate as soon as she got there. Um, she's trying to kill Willow in order to survive. Xander stops her and is like, You have to take my life instead. And so she's about to, and then it's too late, and she basically mummifies like in front of them. Yeah. Which that doesn't make sense at all Fast. for me either way. Not not it made sense for me. And then they just leave the museum. Yeah, that was the weirdest part. They just, she <laughs> dies, she just turns into a mummy. And they leave. Xander goes, oh my God, there's two arms on me. This is gross. Like, he doesn't say the words. He's just like, eh. mm-hmm. And then they all just kind of stare at each other and walk, walk away. away. And Giles left his glue. They leave the broken seal. You the know, mummy body. You no, know there's a janitor walking by going like, the hell is this? I got to clean up more stuff. And then uh, the next day. Yes, again, the next day, right away. It's like school. I don't even. Oh, yeah, they're just talking about Xander's just blah, 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 what was me, bullshit, romance. Um, and you said, oh, they were talking about, um, oh, Buffy's like, I understand, Ampot. I remember what it was like to read the prophecy that I was going to die. And then you go, you never, she never thanked him for that. I'm like, it was an off screen thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she never thanked Xander for saving her life. Nope, not even saving her life, bringing her back to life. Yep. 
It's not like he saved her from drowning. She drowned, and then he brought her back to life. So that was the Inca mummy girl. Poor Xander. Oh, he did. One funny thing is he did ask her and Pata if she was a uh, mantis. Yeah, he did at one point. She's like, oh, my God, are you a mantis? And she's like, like, what? He's like, never mind. Nope, just a mummy. Just someone else I knew. So the next episode, we didn't, we both didn't like as much. Um, but it does, it's slower. And it also, it does give a little bit more insight into Buffy and Angel's relationship. It's slow moving at first. And then. I could, I could sum up this whole thing. Okay, go ahead. All right, I can do I this. mean, I, I'm going to read the blurb, but you... Well, you are, no, 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 no. No, you go for the blurb. You want me to go first? You go first, and then okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this out. Okay. This is, is a, a very bad episode, but a very... You can explain it really quick. This is called Reptile Boy. It's episode five. The blurb says, Buffy and Cordelia attend a frat party where they are offered as human sacrifices to a reptile-like creature. Yeah, they start the whole episode off with a girl escaping the frat house, jumping through the ass, and then off uh, at least a two-story thing, no broken bones, and then as she's running out, my first thought was, oh my god, this is the worst cult ever, not just for the what they're clearly going to be doing, but they, uh, she like runs away, and I'm like, oh, they have, they're just bad, they have to have a perimeter and, like, they shoot up people outside of their place. Well, they do. They capture this girl. Yada, yada, yada. And literally, for the, the, the next episode is Cordelia practicing. Next episode, the next scene, is Cordelia practicing how to talk to yep. older guys. Yep. Oh, one thing at the very <sighs> beginning of the episode, they're all hanging out at Buffy's house, like, watching some, like, crazy Indian television, TV, That's movie, really whatever. About. And they talk about sneaking into the bronze. So at least they admit that they, like, yeah, that would not, sneak in. in. So, yeah, Cordelia's, but, like, practicing her lap, and she's like, ha, ha, ha. It's, like, really yeah. bad. And then the, the only thing that's happening with Buffy, and I can, this, is the, this is Buffy's internal thing that's happening continuously, is that she had dreams of Angel. Yep. And then in another scene, she talks to Angel because she's investigating on patrol because mm-hmm. Giles is being a pain in the butt. Giles was Gilesing. You gotta go out there and be a, 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 a patrol, and you have to do this, and I'm gonna put my foot down. He was lecturing her hardcore yeah. about her so duties. She, she goes and does patrol, and she finds like a bracelet from the girl who clearly just did way more acrobatics than any of the other characters have done, minus Buffy. Uh, and yeah. finds and Angel's there, and she's like, "I spill blood." And then they start talking about how they could get coffee, and pretty much he just goes, "Look, it you're was 16. the weirdest fucking exchange. Yeah. I don't understand she, their relationship at the beginning." It's oh like, my "Oh wait, God. wait, you like me? I like you. You're 16. I'm 241. It's just not gonna work." I wrote terrible do? dialogue. I, then B just runs away uh, from him. Yeah, he just runs away. She literally just turns and runs away, and I'm like, this is how we're ending the scene? Yeah, okay. that's how they did That's how they, In every part of this episode, they just ended the scene with someone walking away. And um, no dialogue, no nothing. But that is the that is pretty much what's going on between Buffy, Buffy and, and Angel. Angel. They're just passive-aggressively flirting with each other. Yes. The real story is that this frat house guys invite Cordelia to go to their frat party, and the they want nice, her to bring Buffy. The nicer frat boy yes. hits on Buffy. Yep. And Buffy's like, I guess I'll go. She Because lies. Angel's not looking yeah. at me. And no one's looking at me. I'm going to go. And then freaking, uh, for some reason, Cordelia convinces Buffy to go. Yeah. They go to this freaking frat party. And I think 
number one, the, one of the first lines when they get there, they're still in the car. They go, oh, man, they parked the other cars wicked so close. close to ours. I'm like, red flag. Well, no, <laughs> she. The, what was funny about that was that she's the one who pulled in. Yeah. So she's the one who close park, parked close to them because those cars were already parked. Yeah, that is true. So that's really what it was. But one, one little quick thing is they do show these frat boys before they go to the party. Um, there's a scene. They're in their basement. Oh, yeah. Like, Branding worshiping. Someone. Yeah, Brandon. Oh, they, no, there's a new no, guy. No, no, but yeah, they were, they were doing like, yeah, whatever. They were guy. just doing some weird ritual bullshit. And the girl, so the girl that tried to escape at the beginning, they, they get her and they bring her back. She's chained to <laughs> like a, pipe. a wall. No, a wall. It's like a rock <laughs> oh wall. Oh, God. To a wall. She's been missing for fucking days. And, and later, of course, Willow finds a news article. They think she's dead. People think she's dead because she's literally fucking disappeared. Yeah. Um, but this is while, while Cordelia and Buffy are at this frat party. Yep. This is when Willow is doing her, let's find who's missing. I swear to God, there needs to be a theme music for Willow. Like, every time Willow's looking for someone, it's like, Willow is looking <laughs> for another missing child. Like, it's literally <laughs> every prime. Someone's missing? Let me go look up all their records. So, when earlier, like, Will, uh, bleh. Earlier, Buffy had lied to Giles about going patrolling so yeah. she could go to the frat, right, to the frat party. And so Willow is like researching with Giles and also covering for Buffy. Yeah. Because he keeps saying like, "Oh, can we call Buffy?" And she's like, "No." And so they actually call Angel, Angel. for his help because he was there when they found it and he can smell the blood. So yeah, in my head, I'm like, thing, "Fucking yeah. make him a goddamn uh, dog, put it up to him and be like, "Okay, boy, go find yeah. it. Find the girl." But then they realize, so they 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 realize that oh, this is there's gonna be something with this frat house where they're stealing girls, and they and then. So Xander Willow, had already decided to oh go God, sneak in because this, he wanted oh to check God. up on Buffy. Regardless, he had he didn't know anything about this. Let, let's worship shit. Let's be honest. The entire episode with Xander, that whole thing could just not have happened in this. Say that, that again. There, oh, like there was no need for him to be there. Well, he. He went there to go find Buffy, and he started to hit on all the girls. And then, yeah, because he couldn't find them right away. And then the guys basically take him and treat him like a new pledge, and they dress him up like a girl and put a bra and a wig on him and lipstick and, like, make him dance around and stuff. Him like, shame him. Like, it's, it's like hazing. And then at the end of the party, they kick him out. But he's, his goal was to go to there to make sure Buffy would be okay. Um, Xander – sorry, not Xander. Uh, oh, Buffy and Cordelia are drugged. They get, are given drinks by these guys. They dance. They get talked up. And then they, they drink the drinks and they black out. There is a quick, quick scene where Buffy falls on a bed. Yep. And one of the other guys has to like, you know, ooh, I'm going to be a jerk. And the nice guy grabs him and Quote, throws her nice off. nice guy. Well, ni- I always go in quotes, nice guy. But he throws the guy off and just goes like, hey, pervert, you're not going to do that. We have other plans. I'm like, oh, yes. dude. She's for the one the we one serve. serve. Yeah, it was super creepy. In his name. In his name. Yeah. Like, in, oh, we were like, oh, stuff. you're in charge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Buffy was there, before she got drugged, she sees the glass. They didn't clean up all the glass from when the girl broke out the last time. It's a and they And she looks up, and the, the window is boarded up. So she knows, like, something is amiss. But anyway. Um, 
So they all, Willow and the gang, you know, Giles and Angel, they all go to the frat house because they figure it they, out. And she finally lets the cat out of the bag. They fight their way in, but the, bef- not before Willow yells at both Giles and Angel. She's, yeah, well, I what? loved she it. Lied? She lied about going to a frat party? Well, screw you, Giles. You've been, yep. you've been forcing her to do training and nothing but patrol and being a jerk. And then it's like, and Angel, essentially, she says, stop, stop teasing her and just either say yes You're or no. You're 241 years old. So you don't have time for coffee. Yeah, you don't yeah. have time for coffee. And yeah. then she's like, okay, now we have to go. Like, yeah. I love, I do like when Willow, like, puts them in their place sometimes. It was funny to be like a quick little like, I hate both of you. Now let's go. Let's go save her. So, they have a good fight scene going in, though. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. They go in and beat up frat guys and... I think but they're calling they call on this this reptile snake guy and he shows up. The other girl that went missing that they brought back, she's still there. She's still alive. Yeah, she's just hanging out. And she well, yeah, literally like hanging from the thing literally, from the chains. Yeah. And she's like, You're not we're not going home. We're not going anywhere. And they were going to be sacrificed to this snake creature. Buffy finally gets out of her fucking chains. It takes so long yeah, for her to rip out I mean, out granted, she was drugged, but still, I thought... Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, she was drugged, so All right, she's getting right. out of you're the right, drugs, right, right. so she's not... Like, a normal person getting out of those drugs is still going to be very weak, dehydration from anything else that you had. Right. Buffy, uh, you know, apparently she can, like, you know... Has meta healing or something, and she, she does. She do does heal faster. So it took her a little bit of time, which is probably why she was talking up people. Like. So Xander, one thing that he was useful, he found one of their guys' robes in the trash, and he uses it to get them in the house. So because he goes and knocks on the door, and he's like, "Let me in." So they open the door for him, and he goes in, and then he, and I'm like, um, Xander and Angel fighting again, like yeah. together again. I, a, I, I, the only reason that is good is because. Xander got them to open the door, mm-hmm. um, and Angel can't go into a place if he's not invited. So well, also break because it's that. a fraternity house, nobody technically owns it. Like it's not like the owner of the house. That makes no sense for me. Okay, well my my thinking is because it's a public like it's it's a you can't go into any they can't go into any house. He can go, well, I know he goes into the dorms, but he can't go, he can go into a dorm, but he can't go into an individual room without being invited. I know that. Let's just go with the fact that they clearly have not figured this out. No, they didn't. I'm going to say maybe because the guy who opened the door was knocked out, but it's supposed to be the owner. It's supposed to be the owner of the house. Yeah, but in the same sense. Like if Xander was at Buffy's house, this actually happens later, and a vampire comes in, he can't invite that vampire in. I understand, but in the first time Angel came to Buffy's house, Buffy was the one that said, come yeah. on in. Not jo- uh, Joyce but or Joy Buffy, or whatever her name is. But Buffy is her kin. She lives there. I'm just saying that the rules are very obscure. No, it means the people who live. And you know what? It actually means the people who live in that house. So maybe because that frat boy lived in that house and he got knocked out, he was able to come in. That's my, it's but, the hell mouth. You and this stupid hell mouth can't keep hiding behind the stupid hell mouth. It's a magic eraser oh it's a magic God. answer for you everything so um yeah they fight 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 and buffy chops off the snake's like lower half of his body yeah, mostly and his immediately tail immediately dies it slithers away it slithers away do you didn't notice that like back into the sewer. no because it doesn't do any of that what did it do 
Nothing. Nothing happened. No, it slithered she away. She chopped off its like ability. Yeah, to it screamed slither. and it slithered away into the back, like into the sewer. But I don't know if that means it died or it's just like gonna regenerate its tail. Where are you getting that? I watched the same thing you did. I don't remember any hearing of a slithering I, of anything. I saw him. I see it. I saw you saw. Him. Did you just do a hand gesture for slither? Yeah, I saw him slither away. Back into the thing, or yeah. just off screen in the hole? No, he I came out of a oh, hole. Oh, I did not see that. Okay, I saw him. Well, I saw him it. get out of the hole. Get his and that's and he went back in the hole. But his okay, but okay. his head did. But he, his head. But his he, head was on the outside. His tail was in the dang thing. I'm gonna pull it up after yeah. so that you can see what. I gotta. Happened. I gotta have to rewatch the no, scene no, no, just, just that, to make the, sure. Just like ten seconds. So after the the monster is gone, um, you know, Angel and them they all come down. And Cordelia is like, "Oh my God, thank God you saved my life." And you think she's talking to Buffy, and then she runs and hugs an Angel. Angel. And then she also goes, "I, I hate you guys. I, I hate you guys so much. You guys get me in so much trouble." And, and in my head, I went, if, you invited if her. Buffy, but if Buffy hadn't gone with Cordelia, oh, yeah, she Cordelia dead. would be dead. And they would have just sacrificed some other girl besides Buffy. Um, so Giles and Buff, uh, Buffy have a very quick heart to heart. And he's like, I'm not going to be so hard on you. Like, I understand. Like, he, he didn't tell her, but like, Willow yelled at me. So I'm going to be nicer. Yeah. And then they go cut to again the to the bronze. And everyone's talking, and then Angel comes up and says, "Hey, I hear they serve coffee here." And this is how oh, they, they flirt so bad. They flirt. This is how they end the episode. Her going, "I'll get you some coffee with you sometime. sometime. I'll let you know." And then walks walks away, away from what the table. Is with the endings of these shows needing to just have total. Si- it's like the new. It was like the Sopranos took notes on this friggin' thing. Like, it's every, just annoying. Every Buffy episode has a Soprano finale ending. Yeah. No, but what was funny is she was at the bronze with Willow and Xander. Angel shows up. He, they talk and flirt, and then she leaves. Like, Willow see you guys. Guess I'm going. I need a dramatic entrance and um, exit, apparently. And then the, the episode ends. But one thing, we see Jonathan again. Uh, and he is bringing Cordelia, like, a muffin and coffee or whatever. And she's, like, bossing him around. She's being such a bitch. And says, like, he got it wrong. And earlier in the episode, he, she said, like, college guys, older guys are the way to go. And then this time, she walks by Buffy and them. And she's like, younger guys are the way to go. And I was like... They graduate together. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe he's younger by like six months. But yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. But we we do see Jonathan again. Um, And yeah, that was Reptile Boy. It's not the best episode. That is definitely an episode. And the only thing you need to know is that Angel and Buffy's, uh, they might go out for coffee. Sometime. Sometime. With silence walking away. Um, but who knows? But the next episode is one of my favorites, Halloween. So I can't wait to do that one because it's it's a really good episode. I just this and and Spike is back. Okay, that's good. So and I do somebody, like Spike. I like Spike. And somebody from Giles' past shows up for the first time, and he recurs a few times in the series, and it's it's good. I like it. I love uh, Halloween. I'm, it's a great I'm happy episode. that we have a good episode. I I I remember you before we started going. Do you want to watch this episode and do a podcast? And I was like, what are the next two? Like, 
they're not best episode. Mike, let's just do yeah, them both. Yeah, get them out of the way. Let's do them both and, and then go. We, we can watch Halloween and just do an episode on Halloween because it is a good one. And there's a lot, like I have to say, especially compared to these these two episodes, some scenes were so slow. There were some scenes I was like, this is completely unnecessary. And then I think of Halloween and so much happens in that episode, every scene is necessary. And that's how Buffy gets. Like the more involved Buffy gets, every scene becomes necessary. You're I not hope like, so. No, it does. It does. Um, so anyway, that that's it for me. Um, I have nothing else to add. You, Sir Kevin? I, I just... Please tell me that the episodes don't keep ending with complete silence walking away. Because if every one I of these can't episodes, promise you that. that means that every episode is Dawson's Creek's entrance. <laughs> no. Do, 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 no. Do. Like every time this now happens, I'm just going to start singing the Dawson's Creek theme song because that's the only way I can watch this and continue it on. And I'm going to be singing I'm this really a lot. trying to think how Halloween ends, and do, I really do, 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 do. it it might be a it might be a Dawson's <laughs> Creek moment. Dang I don't know. It. Listen, they still you ha- listen. We see a lot of people die <laughs> in the show. They need a little happiness. They need a little romance and like do 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 so that the audience isn't like I'm going to go kill myself. I'm sorry, but there's just so many things that happen in, this sh- in these shows that go completely unanswered. Let's go with the fact that mummy the Child guy knows. the first mummified boy was in a trunk the other that, one okay. is in the museum. So remember I talked about this when, because I knew what happened to the real Empada, and I thought to myself, and I go, did they ever talk about notifying his family nope, nope. that he died in America as soon as he got here? Nope. nope. So I don't know what happened to Empada. Oh, my God. What did they just mail the trunk back? Yeah. This is what happens when you go to America. You become a mummy. It's a warning from Sunnydale. <laughs> Actually, it is. Don't come here. It's the Hellmouth. Anyway, um, that is it for me. I am signing off, and I will catch you on the flip side. The, mummy, the other mummy was on the floor, dusted out. Yeah. <sighs> just, just, just bad. Just bad. Bye, Go- I guess. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.